And we're live, cutting through the noise. We're here with Sean Nichols, our digital marketing director. How goes it, sir? All good. Howdy, folks. All good, all good. So, Sean, I don't know if our viewers and listeners know this, but the podcast studio is actually also our office. That is true. I think this is the first podcast we've done together. I think it is, yeah. And we're revealing to our audience that all this time, just over my shoulder is my desk. I don't know if we've ever actually recorded what your desk looks like. Now would not be the time to start. You can explain it to the folks. What are what are we working with? A, a beautiful view of... A tree. A, a, a pretty big tree. Although it has a big orange uh, like X on it. We're a little worried about the tree. Oh, it's definitely coming through my window, much like those birds that keep flying into the window. <laughs> Indeed. So speaking of looking out windows, that might be a good segue into today's topic. That was good. That was good. Billboards, buses, buses, and coasters are out of home traction channel today. Um, I am really curious about out of home because it's something that in my previous life as the digital marketing director at the University of Montana, uh, didn't have much experience with. But knowing your experience with HarperCollins over in the New York City, um, you've got a lot of experience with out of home and with purchasing out of home and even... Um, you know, in some cases, measuring the impact. So kind of wanted to start just with a helicopter view of maybe some of the um, some of the campaigns that you worked on in, in your previous role at Harper. And uh, if you could maybe walk us through one of those, if, if you have something on the top of your head here. Yeah, I mean, the you know, in book publishing, obviously, a big part of it is the book, and it's a physical product. And even with the rise in ebooks, um, you're still trying to get people into stores. And Mm-hmm. You know, outdoor advertising, outdoor promotion kind of can be the most effective when you're getting people to take a physical um, action. And when you think about a place like New York City where people are walking, you know, and they're seeing stuff, um, then it's, oh, okay, well, I can then walk into the bookstore because I remember I just saw an ad for that book three or four times. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and a big thing is the repetition. And the nice thing about outdoor is that it's always there. You're not hoping that when somebody lands on a site, that does show as because you outbid somebody. It's, you know, that bus, you're going to see that bus a lot. And same with billboards. Um, you know, and I remember one time we were working on a book. It had, you know, great cover art. It was really striking, lots of colors. And we did a combination of um, buses and bus stops. Um, mm-hmm. You know, billboards tend to be a little bit expensive in New York. Um, mm-hmm. So that wasn't necessarily one of them. But so kind of in the um, area where we wait uh, for the bus on the side panels, they have ads. Um, and so you're kind of seeing them while you're sitting there waiting for the bus or standing outside the little area waiting. Then the bus pulls up and there is the same ad on the side of the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of getting that double impression right there. Yeah. Um, and it's another thing, too, where you're standing on a street corner waiting to cross the street and the bus goes by and, mm-hmm. you know, you see um, you see that ad there. And, you know, a lot of the ads are for movies. It's a lot of entertainment um, type things. And but the more times you see that and you're walking down the street and then that's coupled with the display in a store, um, it kind of can have that big impact because it just pops in your head like, oh, yeah, where did I see that book? Oh, I remember I saw it on the bus or. Yeah. What I see yesterday that I'm really interested in, I'm going to go in here. So it can kind of make, people can make that connection and take that action um, a little easier than seeing a bus ad, going online, doing something. So it has to be the right product. It has to be the right art. 
Yeah. Um, you know, you think about a bus that's barreling down Fifth Avenue, you really don't want to have a paragraph of text um, <laughs> right. on the ad. But it's something that can really connect the dots for people. And I think in our heads, there's so much going on digitally. And when you're online, Facebook, wherever it is, there's a lot to consume. But sometimes a big, bold ad on the side of the bus can catch your attention. Yeah. In thinking about the work we do at Pintler Group, a lot of our clients are coming to us uh, without New York City billboard budgets, right? And when we're thinking about out of home um, here in Montana, uh, sometimes we're talking about billboards, but other times we're talking about uh, some local advertising out of home, things like things like buses in Missoula are going to be very different than buses in uh, Manhattan. Um, what advice would you have for somebody who you know, has maybe $5,000 a month to spend on advertising um, in terms of, okay, we've heard you guys talking about a lot of different traction channels. Like how much money should I allocate to out of home? Where should I start? Well, the nice thing is that, um, you know, just like when you're buying sort of display advertising and you're paying per impression, um, you know, you can purchase for length and area based on the amount of eyeballs it's going to get. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you want to take a billboard that's in a, you know, not as trafficked area, um, and you want to do it for four weeks, that's going to um, obviously be cheaper than, you know, a billboard that's right downtown. Yeah, so, plenty of low traffic areas in Montana yeah, to choose exactly. from. <laughs> so if you want the high line here, for those who don't know, it's I think the Washington Post ranked uh, Glasgow, Montana, as officially the middle of nowhere. It is the furthest in the continental U.S. you can get from a city of, I think it was 30,000 or more. And so you I get one imp- one impression a month on a few. Highways. That's right, and you and you pay about yeah. three bucks for yeah exactly the billboard. I mean, I think the the key is to so you think about your campaign objective and how you're really gonna um, sort of qualify um, what happened. And you know, I think it's easy just to take all five thousand dollars, buy that billboard, and then move on. I think with when you talk about local and outdoor, um, you know, buying some remnant space in the local newspaper if if that is still a viable option. Mm-hmm. Um, combining that with, you know, maybe a bus ad and a billboard and sort of grouping that together over the course of a month. Um, and then, you know, am I looking to increase foot traffic in my store downtown? Or, you know, I'm a coffee place and there's another coffee place and I want to put my billboard near theirs or, you know, that kind yeah. of strategy and then say, okay, at the end of the month, I'm going to look back and did I have more foot traffic? Yeah, I think that's smart because, a lot of the criticism of out of home is, yeah, maybe the cost per thousand impressions is uh, somewhere on the lower end of advertising. You know, I was just looking at um, adstage.com released some stats on CPM, so cost per thousand impressions. Basically saying if you were to show your brand to a thousand people, what would it cost? And um, their data says that television is roughly about $17 per thousand impressions. I've seen that number much higher for TV, but this was their stat. Facebook advertising is around $11, and billboards came in at $5.22. We might say as digital marketers, well, the the $11 on Facebook might be a better use of your advertising because of the targeting capabilities. If you want to only show it to uh, people that like lacrosse, you can do that. But I think the point that you just made about competing coffee shops like these are people who are on foot maybe on bike enjoying some uh, lattes 
and oh there's a new cafe opening up across the street or just around the corner um, it might be something to test and I think Cassie actually just made a video which maybe we'll link to in the show notes about measuring uh, your out-of-home advertising but um, it seems like billboards are here to stay and I think it's because it people people at home have four devices and they can go online and they're inundated with ads on their newsfeed but when you're in a car or when you're riding your bike you can't really be texting you can't really be on an iPad um, and so your attention is focused to billboards so they still do garner attention and, and I think you know the key is you know with everything that we talk about is how um, you know each traction channel sort of integrates and helps the other you know nothing can be done in a silo and I think you know integrating this with other traction channels is just another impression and when you need that mm-hmm. many you know it's not as flashy of impression it's it's less trackable and a lot of times it may just be brand awareness um, but that's okay and you know mm-hmm. if you think about you know something we've been talking about and doing recently is um, some geofencing advertising on Facebook and yeah. so you know there's a conference in town and, and we just want to show some Facebook ads to people when they're in that conference hotel it's an awareness thing that we get a few likes out of it but really kind of showcasing the brand well at the same time you could buy a billboard right outside that hotel and it's a very similar practice right um, it just you know you just dot measuring clicks or engagements but you know it's it's there and so while you can't necessarily put a billboard so that somebody who likes lacrosse sees it you know it's from a geographic and demographic standpoint um, mm-hmm. you, know, you can be that way and if you're trying to get somebody to you know go into your coffee place maybe you pick it so it's at a stoplight right and it's just you, know, you can be strategic that way um, you know the same way that if you're doing radio advertising which you know is out of home as in it's not digital um, you know maybe you're running your ads for you're not going to run your ad to get somebody in a coffee shop at you know 11 o'clock on the radio like right you're going to do it and while it's more expensive you're going to do it in drive time radio mm-hmm. so it's it's about location placement and really the the look and feel of the ad because you don't have the opportunity to optimize the the creative so that's kind of a key piece that um, really needs to be paid attention to mm-hmm Speaking of optimizing, I was reading about Dunkin' Donuts has some billboards now, and this is probably more to do with the billboard company that on hot days, so when the temperature reaches a certain degree, uh, it will show you the iced coffee drinks. Cold days, you're going for the hot hot chocolate, coffees. Um, I thought that was kind of neat that, that they're basically personalizing billboards based on temperature. Do you think it's a digital screen, or do you think a guy just runs up there on a hot day and just plasters a new one up there with the roller? Just starts painting and yeah, spray paint he, cans. He just, has, he just has to sit there, and when the temperature changes, he gets an alert, and there he goes. That's a hardworking uh, guy. I think yeah. that's that, that. He definitely always needs an iced coffee. Okay, <laughs> he just runs on Dunkin', I guess. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, the trend of billboards. So if I ask John, how many billboards do you think there are in the entire country? The entire country? Yeah, and this stat, I think this includes, well, hold on, the stat comes, I'm, I'm going to tell you, the stat comes from statista.com, and it basically gave the last four years, so billboards in the United States. Well, I can see about 12 from here, <laughs> so let's say 1.2 million. 
A little bit lower. We're at 342,000. All right. So I got excited. Yeah. I mean, Montana is tough to gauge because there it's, there's just so much open space, but, um, 342,000, that's a slight increase from last year, 2018, 2018 and 2019 are both lower than 2017 and 2016. So a slight decrease, but, um, but that, that was actually more than I would have expected. Yeah. If you divide that by the number of, you know, by state and, um, it usually, according to Statista, accounts for about 7% of a brand's ad spend, which I thought was also kind of low. Yeah, I think, you know, in a lot of cases, just it is actually rather inexpensive. I mean, yeah. you, you take Big Metropolis out of it, and it's it's not the most expensive thing, and it's not like there's a really a minimum. Like, you can mm-hmm. get it, it's a long thing, so it's, um, I'm not surprised from that percentage standpoint, but, um, you know, I th- the other reason that they're not going anywhere is what else are you going to put in that space? It's not like it's, it's going to come down so you can put a house there. Like, it's just, right. it's up there, it's high, it's just in air. So, I mean, yeah. it's not like it's taking real estate from something else. And people's attention is still there. Right. You can still, you can still get an, a, a solid impression on a billboard. Right. Um, do you think billboard companies are nervous about self-driving cars at all, that people are going to be you know, just putting on autopilot and checking their phones. I'm nervous about self-driving cars. <laughs> just it has nothing general, to do with billboards. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think so. It's far enough out. Yeah, and I think, too, I mean, I'm just as likely to um, see a billboard when I'm walking or mm-hmm. biking or whatever than I am in a car. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just scared of self-driving cars, period. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, somebody who's just getting started and says, well, okay, I want to get started with, maybe I want to get a billboard, but don't know where to start. We recently put up some billboards for one of our clients, Montana Scouts, here in Montana, um, and went through that process. So can you just quickly walk through the process for somebody that says, hey, I want to test the waters of billboards. What what might be I be expected to pay? Uh, and how would I, what are my first steps? Yeah, so... Um you know, the billboards we did here, we worked with Lamar Advertising, which is one of the um, two or three bigger uh, billboard yeah. firms in the country. You know, based on your area, you can go, you look at any billboard, billboard, it says who the company is. But, you know, kind of reach out to them and said, okay, so, you know, we're looking to get some billboards up for about a month. Um, and mm-hmm. we're looking in three different cities. So we want to look at Missoula. We want to look at Billings. We want to look at Butte. And what they do is they'll go back. They'll pull the inventory. And kind of send you this packet that has um, the coordinates of, of where it is. It has the cross streets. Um, they'll also send you pictures of what the billboard looks like, as well as pictures of the area around it. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of mixing um, old school marketing with new age technology, you're then going to go onto Google Earth and, and kind of take a yeah, look. Yeah, to street um, view it. Yeah. And Can it, I interrupt you real quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, you chose those three cities, and it wasn't just sort of throwing a dart at a map of Montana. Like, what were some of the reasons for those three cities? It, it was just the, the type of people that we were trying to reach mm-hmm. um, in the sense that the action we were looking to get was to drive interest in a certain, um, you know, product or service in those areas. We identified that as an area that we weren't reaching or that maybe there was an untapped market. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we were doing stuff digitally and things like that. But it was like, okay, so here's a growth area. Um, and so these other traction channels aren't growing it as high. So let's 
let's try that. Yeah, I think that's that's a really important piece to deciding, all right, where am I going to spend this money? Right. Um, so, great. Yeah, so we got all the information, um, and, you know, along with that proposal, it's going to tell you the estimated monthly impressions, um, which, you know, they base on population, you know, obviously traffic. Um, you know, they can kind of get those numbers. Um, you know, and from there, it's then just really um, – you know, picking which ones you think are most effective. And, um, you know, they can throw six at you and you, you know, so you, you know, each one's going to cost, let's say $500 a month. Um, so you look at your budget and it's like, okay, so I could do three mm-hmm. at $500 a month in Billings. Um, probably more optimal than doing one in Missoula, one in Billings and one in Butte, if that's your budget, just because it's yeah. the repetition type thing. Um, or is it, I just want to put all my money in front of one and have that run for three months as opposed to one. So it's just kind of really thinking about what the outcome is, what the timeline is. Um, and a lot of it is just, you know, gut feelings in terms of locations. You know, this one we were working on, you know, it was up in, up in Billings and it wasn't, you know, we weren't able to go scope it out in person, but we got some feedback from somebody that was up there that there was one that just wasn't a great area, um, you know, the placement wasn't great. It was across from, I think, a questionable uh, business front. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of good feedback to have because you have to remember, I mean, this is your brand. And while people yeah. know it's a billboard and it's not associated with the casino next door, it can kind of blend together sometimes. Yeah, it's so. why you can't get a Tesla in, like, a strip mall. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe you could. Uh, no, I, th- I think that's that's really great. Were there a minimum amount that Lamar did you have to get three or could no it was get one if you want to yeah you could get one um the minimum they wanted you to do a month I mean you think about it it's the the labor of them putting it up it's not like they're gonna you know change it out every day they're not Duncan um but I think you know there's a setup fee you have to pay for the actual printing of the billboard that's a one-time thing sure um and then uh, they install it uh, but yeah, a month. And if you think about it, like you want it to, you want that repetition. You know, you think about a month, yeah. and somebody drives to work five times a week, and so um, all of a sudden you have twenty times two impressions, maybe for that billboard. That's pretty solid, as opposed to just a week. Did you have a positive experience working with Lamar? Yeah, it was good. I think, yeah. um, you know, it's it's hard when you're. We got to the creative standpoint, um, the design. That was kind of the only place where there were any um, real challenges. Um, just because when you're creating something that is going to be printed and you're talking to the person that's doing the printing and there's all sorts of, as you can imagine, specs in terms of margins here, margins there, yeah. it can get a little lost in translation when you're dealing with, we have a designer, I have the design, I'm talking to an ad rep who has his design people who have the printer, and so it got a little... We're working with the client. Right, back and, and so it got a little convoluted and a lot of back and forth when it turned out it was it was right the way it was, but <laughs> right. you know, overall it was, I think it was positive, and we got the locations that we wanted, cool. um, which, was, um, which was key, and they came back and sent us some photos. They had people on the ground to get photos of them live, which was good. We like to move fast at Pintler Group. It's something we talk a lot about. It's one of our superpowers. We're agile. When it comes to out of home, our core value of embracing failure and taking risk, we sort of have to pump the brakes on a little bit, and I think that's true of any brand that's going to throw a billboard up. 
you know, you really, like you said, the specs are key. Uh, I remember just, you know, looking at the billboard uh, graphic from our designer 50 times, even though it was probably five total words. Just like, okay, we don't want to be that like Reddit post. Check out this billboard that uh, has this giant typo and um, where I think when you're using display ads and you're you know showing a thousand impressions to somebody in Oklahoma City uh, with some new ad copy that you're testing, um, the leash is really long. Like you can just you can test it. You know you can you can test different words, different call to action buttons, different landing pages, but the stakes are a little bit higher in out of home. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. And I think not even just with um, you know typos or things like that. I mean we've all been guilty of being like oh man you see that billboard how stupid looking is that like I, th- <laughs> right. I think the um whereas you don't necessarily say hey man i saw this uh paid search ad the other day and that was a pretty lame pun like they drove just, me uh, to this landing page that y- yeah was, right you know it's um so i think the the risk and because you know there's gonna be a lot of people seeing it once and, it's up it's yeah, up and even people that aren't interested like they see it and then they're gonna you know it can become viral in nature for the wrong reasons sure sure plenty of marketing firms have probably died at the billboard sword i guess you could say but many have uh have you know flown to greatness yeah i don't know if that's a metaphor if that's something people say what am i what what word am i trying to find like flown to what is risen to greatness risen yeah maybe that's it uh we talked earlier about nebraska ran a campaign that got some national press um, there's nothing to do here on billboards and they'd show because we've all might say on oh, Nebraska, like you got to drive through Nebraska. Really? Or maybe <laughs> that's was, a state. Yeah. That's a state. Like, um, there's nothing to do in Nebraska. And so they sort of embrace that and put some really fun billboards up that maybe we can link to, um, that, that got the New York times and, and some people, you know, in Nebraska weren't fans of the language, but it'll be curious to see a year from now, their tourism statistics. There's people in Nebraska. Indeed, there are oh, a flyover right. state, Sean. Flyover state. Well, and, you know, the nice thing is, I mean, you kind of want to take risks in that regard because you know it's a unique medium, and I think it's one that you're you're not going to be that serious. You want to be mm-hmm. somewhat humorous. It's a chance to break out your puns. It's a chance to have you know really colorful, creative, and get you know, some attention. If you're going to do it, and it's something that you need somebody's to catch somebody's eye, you might as well go big and bold with it totally um, you know as opposed to a very prescriptive um you know facebook ad or email or things like that like you're just trying to make a really good first impression mm-hmm. so we've talked about buses we've talked about billboards have we talked about buses enough i think we've talked about buses enough i, I mean buses are you know buses channel. are the same way it's you know you're <clears throat> seeing that ad day after day and you know every day when i'm driving to work i see the same bus who has the same um, real estate ad, mm-hmm. and it's the same two faces. It's funny because I'm friends with those people. It makes <laughs> right. it a, a lot more odd. But, hey, I saw you this morning. You did? Yeah, you on a did? bus. On a bus. Um, but I think it's, you know, and it, it's a moving ad. Like, it's be cool if you could follow people around with bus ads. That would oh, like be cool. Personalize it based on? No, just get the pay the bus driver to follow a few cars. Around. Oh, yeah. This bus followed me everywhere today. It's parked in front of my house. Uh, that might be like account-based marketing. The CMO of Company X, we're going to follow around. Um, not recommended by Pimley Group. That's unconventional PR. Unconventional right PR or unconventional like 
misdemeanor, I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, Restraining order. Right. Coasters. Coasters. A thousand coasters on stickermule.com. Cost you about 300 bucks. That's a lot of coasters. That, that is a lot of coasters, um, especially if you're just using them for yourself. Now, the thing I like about coasters is, you know, you're, um, you sit down at a bar, for example. What is the first thing the bartender does? Yeah, throws throw down a coaster. A coaster your way. Um, you know, go to a restaurant. There's coasters. And um, it's just kind of a cool thing. Like, and you look at it. They throw it down, and then they go get you a drink. And while you're waiting, you are looking at the coaster. And, you know, the thing I like about it is it's just kind of like it's a leave behind. And, you know, so if you say you spend 300 bucks, you got 100 coasters. 1,000. Thousand coasters. Well, that's a lot. That is a lot of coasters. Yeah. So, um, you know, you go downtown. You go to a few restaurants. Go to a few bars. Go to a few whatever, and bring some in. You could drop them on the bar. See what happens. You could hand them to the bartender and be like, "Hey, do you mind, uh, you know, holding on to these?" I think, you know, one time I was at this conference, and, um, you know, every day at four o'clock they had this sort of uh, happy hour in the um, hotel lounge. So, you know, they had. People having drinks, they had people, you know, eating uh, appetizers, kind of chatting. And so we made coasters promoting the brand. And then the beginning of the conference went down and I talked to the restaurant manager and said, hey, can we just leave a big stack of these here? And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Great. Um, You know, it's not like somebody's going to take a wooden coaster or cardboard coaster home and and reuse it. Um, Right. But uh, please recycle. But um, (laughs) You know, it was just a, a visual thing, and it was kind of there, and it had a funny um, slogan on it, and that's just another way to reach people in their natural environment. Um, you know, it's they're going about their day-to-day thing, and hey, look, my sweatshirt brand is, is sitting right in front of me. Um, right. And it's also something where if you're making it for a specific product, you know the specific places you're going to take the coasters to. Yeah, uh, coasters are unique in that way that you could identify your persona, you know, our persona is uh, 45 to 55-year-old males. And then you just match that up to, okay, well, what bars do 45 to 55-year-old males frequent in town? Um, and that's, you know, that's a little more targeted than just flying a helicopter right. over downtown and dropping them out of the sky. Yeah, and I think about it too. So, you know, say that your product is one that you know um, is consumed by football fans so during football season every sunday every bar that has um the games on is going to be really crowded and it's you know going to be people standing around it's going to be people looking for coast like it's just that's just gonna be a lot of coasters thrown all over the place so all right so i sell you know sports gear let me make those coasters i'm only going to drop them off during football season maybe do a drop off on saturday evening and you know that's a pretty targeted uh targeted thing there it's just an awareness Mm -hmm. and you know given that cost it's not a huge barrier and you can just have a little fun with it yeah coasters 300 bucks i think that's a pretty small price to pay to test that to test that channel specifically if you know if uh if your target audience is you know part of the bar scene yeah um that's billboards buses and coasters i like it we might have covered the the trio there BBC. So offline ads, attraction channel. Um, check out the video that Cassie put together, the article that Michelle's throwing down. And uh, that's cutting through the noise. Go buy a coaster. Go get a coaster. Signing off.